the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Last December, when I went to Jerusalem with our St. John the Beloved pilgrimage, I had the great privilege of being able to offer the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, which is built over the tomb of Christ. Right in the center of the church is the edicle, or as it's probably more commonly referred to in English, a mausoleum that is directly built over the burial place that was once uh, the cave or the tomb where Christ was buried. And so the priest begins Mass by doing the readings from the pulpit outside of the edicle, and then he proceeds inside to consecrate the Eucharist at a small altar built over the the very burial site which is outside of the view of the congregation. And to be in that tomb just for those few brief moments, totally alone, even though, of course, many people are awaiting outside that are partaking of the Mass, and this caused me to reflect on many things. First was the contrast between the quiet solitude of this holy site and the hustle and bustle of the modern world outside even the world just outside of the doors of the church in the city of Jerusalem. And I reflected on the fact that we had journeyed to the ancient Holy Land, expecting to get away from the normal rhythms of our overly commercialized and overly materialistic lives. Yet on every street corner in Jerusalem, there were shops selling souvenirs and religious articles. You couldn't walk 10 feet without someone, a street vendor, usually not even a Christian themselves, trying to sell you a rosary. And then there was this contrast between this beautiful shrine built to memorialize the burial of the Prince of Peace and the fact that different Christian groups have literally fought each other tooth and nail for control of this sacred ground. And then, too, there's the ongoing failures of peace between Jews and Muslims over the control of the city of Jerusalem itself, God's holy city, a city that was said in the Bible to be a foretaste of the great heavenly city at the end of the world, but which in the present age has been the place of suffering for so many. I reflected, too, on my own unworthiness to be there offering that Mass as a priest of Jesus Christ, the jarring gap between the person I am and the Christian that I am called to be. So all of these paradoxes were swirling about my head as I went my way through the ancient canon of the Mass, something so familiar to me because I do it every day right here at St. John's, yet something that felt so strangely and wonderfully new as I said it in this most sacred of surroundings. And then the most simple yet profound thought occurred to me, one that resolved all of the contradictory feelings that I had been having about this Mass, one that explained all of the beautiful and tragic paradoxes. And that is this. The tomb is empty. He has been raised. He is not here. And we who seek after him can follow in his footsteps. Hallelujah. Happy Easter, all of you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Holy Spirit.